We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to The Extra Point Show with sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. It's almost normal now, him making a crazy play like that almost every single game. Sometimes you can't help but just to sit back and be a fan. <laughs> it's like in your head you're, you're screaming slide, but then he's just, you know, weaving in and out of defenders, running guys over. It's hard to tell a guy to slide when he's doing stuff like that. Bills tight end Dawson Knox, who had a touchdown in this game. Another playoff touchdown for Dawson Knox. Allen, spectacular on that run. And running through people, I mentioned earlier, he got good blocks from his two smallest wide receivers, Andy Isabella and Deontay Hardy. And then that extra gear that he had to take it to the end zone. All-time moment, for sure. And it will be uh, it'll be played on his uh, Hall of Fame induction video, I'm sure. 803-0550 is the phone number. Bills and Chiefs. This coming Sunday. Let's go right back to your phone calls here on the Extra Point Show, presented by Catholic Health. Catholic Health, the right way to care. By Northwest Bank for what's next. Get started at northwest.com. And by Speed Global, around the corner, around the world, Speed delivers. Derek in Florida is next. Hey, Derek. Hey, man. How's it going, man? Thanks for taking my call. Sure thing. Uh, Happy Victory Tuesday, brother. Yes, sir. Um I just wanted to. I had touched on something yesterday when uh, I asked y'all about the, you know, the call-ups. You know, like uh, AJ Klein and Fournette wasn't called up. I mean, what do you think about Fournette not playing yesterday? And uh, what do you think? How, how do you how do you think our defense is going to be okay? I mean, you think we're going to be okay going forward at running back in general? Well, just. No, our defense. I mean, defense. Oh, sorry. Lost, yeah. We 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 kind of lost a few players yesterday, and I hope I hope they're okay. Like you said, you know. Yeah. I've been so been listening to y'all since six a.m. this morning, uh, and uh, I just now I got a chance to call you. But awesome. Uh, I just I mean I just hope everybody everybody's okay because like you said we we lost a lot of defense yesterday. I don't want to be knocked out again by the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't. Yep, I agree. Th- thanks, Derek, for the call. It would be so deflating and crushing if they finally get the Chiefs here and for whatever reason they're not able to pull it off. The injuries are a part of it. Before I get to that, real quick on Fournette. 
I think he should be playing over Latavius Murray. I also don't think Fournette's offering them that much. I think he's a good blocker. I think he's a better catcher than Murray is, but neither guy to me look that spry, look fast, look like they can make people miss. I don't know. I just I think that this team's best two running backs are James Cook and Ty Johnson. I think they have figured that out. I think they are executing their game plans that way. Uh, it just comes down to who do you want as the third string running back, Murray or Fournette. I'd lean Fournette because I think he at least can catch better than Murray can. Um, but it's not like it's a big deal for me either way. The defense, the injuries for Sunday will be worth tracking all week. I can't believe how many players they lost yesterday. One after the other. It felt like it was never going to end. Micah Hyde at one point pulled up with what looked like a, a leg injury, and I thought he was about to leave the field, and I almost wonder if he stayed because he just knew so many guys were dropping. I can't, I can't leave this game right now. We're too shorthanded. So, Taron Johnson, Terrell Bernard, Balen Specter. We're at a point where Balen Specter going down with injury is like, man, can they can they even afford that? Rasul Douglas, Tyrell Dodson. I I my hunch is from hearing what Rasul Douglas said yesterday, from hearing what um, Sean McDermott said in post game. My hunch is that both Douglas and Dodson will return for Bills and Chiefs, and my hope is Taron Johnson will. I doubt Bernard. I don't know. Ankle sprain, got carted off. We'll see if it's high or low. That'll matter here, but I am not I'm not assuming Bernard's going to be ready to return in this game. So I think you're going with Dodson and Dorian Williams, AJ Klein. I don't know who you pick between those two. Maybe Spectre is ready to come back. Uh linebacker is really the position to I think be thinking about. Injury-wise. I thought Kyrie Lim was really good. Thought he was really good. He had one real bad moment on the most blatant pass interference that you've ever seen. But then he had one of the best interceptions you'll ever see where he's got man coverage against Deontay Johnson, who's a great separator. And Johnson makes a great break out of his route on a comeback route in the end zone. And it's a timing route. And Mason Rudolph, I thought, got rid of the ball at the right time. And Kyrie Elam, you saw the first-round talent on display. He stops on a dime with Johnson, turns with Johnson. He's in the perfect spot. I would caution to tell you that... I'm not even sure Rasul Douglas. I'm not sure there's another corner on the Bills that's making that interception. That was athleticism. That was quickness. That was man coverage skills. All the things Kyrie Elam got drafted for. And he makes a great catch without a, without even a, a nanosecond to, to react. And he gets his foot down to make the pick. And otherwise, he was fine. I think he was great. I thought, you know, he was fine otherwise. He supported in the run game a few times that I thought was noteworthy. Um, I'm fine with Elam in there. Elam's had one bad game as a pro. One. He was not good against Jacksonville. That's it. I've got no problems if he has to play. But 
the way Rasul Douglas has played, of course he is he is the guy you'd really like to have back. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to Joey in Pennsylvania. Hey, Joey. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Hey, I was just curious. What do you think the chances of them retaining uh, Joe Brady as offensive coordinator? I don't know. What do you think? There. What do you What do you think the chances are? You feel like that's that's on the way to happening? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I am right now thinking that he's definitely coming back as the offensive coordinator. The only thing to me that would get in the way of that is him getting a head coach job, and there's no noise about that, about him getting interviews or, you know, being a guy that's going to get a job in this cycle. Uh, So I guess there could be someone out of the blue that doesn't get Belichick or doesn't get Vrabel or Harbaugh, and they want to circle back and look at candidates and they like Brady, but... I'm thinking he's back as offensive coordinator next year. Thanks for the call. The Bills' defense is so banged up. Here's why I'm confident, though, that they'll beat the Chiefs. Offensively, they're healthy, right? And they're not perfect. They're not the best they've ever been. But they, they've they figured things out. I think they're at a pretty good point. They're a pretty good place offensively. Defensively. Okay, they're injured. Not on the defensive line, but they're very injured at linebacker. Everybody's hurt. And secondary, they're very banged up. Maybe they get Douglas back. I mean, I think what we're probably headed for is Douglas, Dane Jackson, and Kyrie Lam as your three cornerbacks uh, that are active going into this Chiefs game. And I think that's completely fine. I think you're perfectly fine with that. Safety, you still got Poyer and Hyde healthy, and Cam Lewis is healthy, and, you know, Rap is the one you don't have, but, you know, maybe he's even back. I don't know. They're banged up, though. Haven't they proven all year that they can overcome injuries defensively? This is, this is going to be, a, let me, book, I'm going to bookmark this take for uh, the offseason. To me, they are strengthening the case. For this this team doesn't need to invest everything into its defense because look at the job that the coach is doing with what he's got. They don't have Matt Milano. They don't have their all-pro linebacker. They didn't have their great defensive tackle, Daquan Jones, for most of the year. They haven't had Tredavious White for a big chunk of the year. And there was a chunk in the middle there where they didn't have Trey White and they didn't yet have Rasul Douglas. Poyer and Hyde are not the same that they used to be. All that has been true. All these injuries that they have piled up. They've given up more than 30 points one time. All year. Once. Only in Philadelphia. And they gave up 31, uh, or excuse me, yeah, 31 in regulation. That was the most they gave up all year. They don't get torched. They don't get picked apart. There's some bad, bad defenses in this league. Remember how bad the Bears were at the beginning of the year where everybody was lighting them up? Remember how bad Denver was at the beginning of the year where the Dolphins put up 70 and everyone was lighting them up too? How bad? Look at the Eagles. Look at the Eagles. That's a defense that really is bad. Nobody can cover. Nobody can tackle. I mean, 
They, last night, against the Bucks. holy cow, they let Baker Mayfield look like Tom Brady. The Eagles, look how many points they've given up recently. They gave 32 to the Bucks and Baker Mayfield. They gave up 27 to Tyrod's Giants. They gave up 35 to the Cardinals. They gave up 25 to Tommy DeVito's Giants. They gave up 33 to the Cowboys. They gave up 42 to the Niners. They gave up 34 to the Bills. That's a truly bad defense in Philadelphia. The Bills, everyone's injured. Again, they've given up 30 points one time all year. Even in games where you didn't think they played well. The Cincinnati game. They held the defense. They 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 hung in there. They were in survival mode, but they gave up 24. That was it. 24. McDermott has the answers. No matter who's in there, they are going to do a respectable job. That's that's where my confidence level is with this defense. Okay, no, let's say no Terrell Bernard. No Taron Johnson. I'm going to assume Douglas and Dodson are back. So I'm going to say those two are back in. But no Rap, no Bernard, no Benford, no Taron Johnson, no Milano. All these guys injured. I'm confident the Bills will not let the Chiefs score big. Take Douglas and Dodson out too. If they they, they had a preseason defense on the field yesterday. So put put those guys out there. Put Kyrie Elam out there. Put Dane Jackson out there. Put uh yeah, put AJ Klein out there. Put Tyler Medikevich out there. Maybe he's one I wouldn't go that far because he doesn't even really play defense. He's like he's not even like a real linebacker. He's a special teamer. Put put Dorian Williams out there as a rookie. Put all those guys out there. I still don't feel like the Chiefs are going to put up big numbers. Some of that is the Chiefs and where they are offensively. A lot of that for me is McDermott. He plays a very... He, his scheme... It's the scheme, right? Am I, am I right in assuming this? I'm not, I'm not... You know, there are all these systems out there. Offensively, I know of them, right? Like the Earhart Perkins system, and there's all these different uh, terminologies to, to kind of label, put in a box, like what a team is doing. I don't know what I would call McDermott's. But... It's the scheme, isn't it? Their bread and butter, defensively, all this time, for all the talent they've had, it's the scheme. And I think McDermott is proving that this year. Maybe his the job he's doing as a play caller is also helping this in a big way versus what Leslie Frazier had done in the past. Whatever it is, whatever injuries they've had this year, they have overcome them. They've done fine. The New England game was bad, right? 29 points in Foxborough. How many bad games has the defense really had? Like, really bad games. And again, set the bar high for what a bad game is. Philadelphia has like eight of them. How many eagle bad defensive games have the Bills had? One? Two? The Bengals game in the playoffs last year? Last year, right? I gotta go back to last year right. for that. Even even this year, maybe, but... This year, it's the Bengal game? Yeah. It was Again, like- though, they, they survived that game. They let them only score 24. Okay, yesterday. Let's look at yesterday's game. So Pittsburgh, what is Pittsburgh? It's a third-string quarterback. But Mason Rudolph's 
okay. Like he's not, he's not a who's a who's a guy that plays played in the league this year that just like couldn't even operate. It's Skylar Thompson last year. Let's do that. Last year, Bills Dolphins in the wild card. Skylar Thompson just couldn't even operate. Like fifteen of forty five, couldn't get the the team to the line of scrimmage. Like just not even an NFL quarterback. Rudolph at least is not that. And they have good skill position players. Jalen Warren. He made some plays yesterday. He's electric. And Pickens is really good. And Deontay Johnson is really good. And Fryermuth is really good. Okay, they're not the best offense in the world. I know. In fact, I make fun of them all year for not knowing what works offensively. But they got some talent. Who had more talent on the field yesterday? The Steelers' offense or the Bills' defense? After all the injuries happened, you might say the Steelers' offense. And they scored 17 points. They didn't light them up. The Seahawks, there you go, that's a bad defense, right? The Seahawks defense has been bad all year. And this exact same Steeler offense put up 30-plus on them. The Bills, with all their injuries, didn't let that happen. So, I am trying to stay calm and collected when it comes to all these injuries. I don't want to completely say they don't matter, because they do matter some. But I've got a faith right now. My confidence level in Sean McDermott, amazingly, as this season has progressed. Because there was a point in this season where I was rock bottom with my confidence level in Sean McDermott. But right now, I'm I'm kind of all the way there. He's making all the right game management decisions. He didn't have a lot of tough ones yesterday. But he had that one fourth down, had to know when to go for it. He did. You could have said he should have gone for fourth and seven instead of kick the field goal that got blocked, but I, I don't know. The 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 numbers actually said kick that field goal. So, you know, all that stuff looks pretty good. He was the third most aggressive coach in the league. Not aggressive, again, you always make the mistake. At knowing when to go for it, he was the third best coach in the league this year. Third best. Defensively, he's got everything buttoned up. The only thing that you just got to have in the back of your mind, though. Even for me, my confidence level really high with McDermott right now. There's that little voice in the back of your head that's saying, yeah, but 13 seconds. Yeah, but 13 seconds. It's that opponent. It's that same round. It's that same time of year. It's the playoffs. It's that same quarterback on the other side. And this coach lost them a football game. This coaching staff, if you want however you want to put it, lost them a playoff game against this very team. And if the game gets tight late and the pressure gets ramped up, what will the decision-making process look like? What will they do? 8030550 is the phone number. Tyler and Lancaster's next. Hey, Tyler. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Sure thing. I just want to touch on uh, McDermott's defense, how uh, they really haven't been bad. I just think it's the two-minute situations that we've been so critical of, and I just think he's done an awesome job of after, especially that Denver game, just really making sure that Bill's defense can uh, get us a win after we uh, leave the field with a few minutes remaining. I just want to leave that, and I'll hang up and listen to you. Yeah. Thanks. No, good. Good. I mean, that's where I'm at. There were some really good timely blitzes uh, yesterday. No, kind of A lot of that happens on third down, I think, but when to disguise, when to actually go all out, the one play that CBS broke down, I don't know if fans in the stadium would have obviously missed this, but the play, there was a third down play. Third and like six, early in the, in the first half, where the Bills are showing all-out blitz. Micah Hyde is on the line of scrimmage, showing blitz. And as soon as Mason Rudolph takes the snap, he looks to his read, that w- the receiver that would have been wide open. Or he at least would have been in man coverage with a lot of off coverage. And what did Micah Hyde do? The Bills didn't blitz. They showed like eight guys blitzing. They rushed like three or four. Micah Hyde sprinted back. Didn't even look at the quarterback. Didn't even look at what play it was. He sprinted back towards that receiver. Completely fooled Mason Rudolph. Completely fooled him. And then he didn't have a read, and he had to throw the ball away. Steelers punt. That right there, that was a that was a play calling stop by McDermott. And, you know, that's Micah Hyde, but that's not, you know, Hyde's talent. That's just Hyde doing what he was told on the play. And had that been anybody, had that been, who's there, who'd, uh, Tamar Hamlin is in that same position. All he's got to do is run back to the receiver. The play call works. You just need the most modest level of execution to pull that one off. So... They're getting plays like that on top of, you know, their talent taking over. All right, let's go to Tim in Rochester. Hey, Tim. Hey, how are you going? Pretty good. So I had a question. If we are weak at linebacker like we could be with these injuries and Douglas is back, what do you think about sticking him on Kelsey? He's got the bigger size. Douglas? They they did that in the first half. Uh, of the of the regular season game, I noticed that a lot. I don't know how much though they did it in the second half. So I I like it. I mean, listen, the Bills over the years have tried to cover tight ends with Tre'Davious White. Tre'Davious White's been matched up on Travis Kelsey a bunch of times. Tre'Davious White got matched up on Rob Gronkowski when he was in New England. And Trey is not that big. Douglas is, and he's long. So. You know, it might depend on what the t- the coverage is, what the time of the game is, but yeah, I'm I'm totally here for. You know, if you're worried about your linebackers, just follow Kelsey around with Rasul Douglas. Shadowed Kelsey as though he is a legit number one wide receiver. It's been done by other teams, and it doesn't always work. That's how good Kelsey is, but yeah, I I like that matchup. Let's go to Chance in Alabama. Hey, Chance. 
Hey, thanks for taking the call. Sure thing. Yeah, just um, I'm worried about kicking. It's something that I hate worrying about in a football game. Um, I, it's probably nothing we can do about it. We got to ride with bass. Uh, off season, I would look for someone else. I was just comparing him to uh, Buck Butker, Harrison Bucker. Bucker's at like ninety four point three for the season. Um, bass is at eighty two. Uh, Bucker's got longer sixty. Tyler Bass has got a longer fifty five. But I mean, just missing chip shot field goals, getting field goals blocked. I mean. I don't think any Bills fan can honestly say when he goes up there and kicks that we have a ton of confidence. And when we drafted him, you know, we thought we he'd have a leg. This this you know the weather wanted to affect him, but every time I go up there, it's an adventure. He goes up there, it's an adventure, and I'm I'm extremely worried he could cost us a game if it comes down to a kick. I mean, 13 seconds doesn't happen if Bucker doesn't make that bomb yeah. of a kick. I mean, I, I, I don't think Bass could do that. He gets in his own head. There's, I have zero, zero confidence in him right now. I don't know about you, but I, I'm every time he goes up, I'm shook. Yeah, thanks, Chance. I get why you feel that way. I'm not at zero confidence, but it's definitely not going great right now. And that's not even just yesterday's game. The 27-yarder at the end that he missed, the blocked field goal, you know. It was cold. The ball was hard. You uh, maybe you got to kick it lower to get more distance on it for the forty-eight yard field goal. Um, either way, this has been his worst season by percentage. Um, it has been, but he's not still. He's still above eighty percent. Once you start getting below eighty percent, that's like kind of a, a mark of um, of no return for kickers, and he's above that. So I listen. Would you take right now, I asked this to Jeremy earlier, would you take a 48-yard field goal right now to beat the Chiefs? Comes down to that. You're down one. 40, I think, was that even what the Butker field goal was in 13 seconds? 48-yard field goal to win it. Would you take it? Because I would get saying no. I would trust in Bass's numbers on the year as a whole and say, okay, we're talking 80, we're like 70% in the 40s for him, maybe even higher than that. I'm going to say yes. But the way it's looked, I, I get why someone would say no to that right now. I'm going to put a poll up on that, see what the split's like. Would you take a 48-yard attempt from Tyler Bass to win this, the game on Sunday? Although, I don't know, Josh, what do you think? If I put that poll up right now, aren't 90% saying no? Yeah, probably because everyone's so like just like oh that won't what if, happen. What like, if I made it? That. What's what's the right yard number to pick here? Forty five. Is that good enough? Yeah, forty two. Yeah, somewhere like forty two to forty five, probably. Like because like that's forty four. Like, yeah, and like it, in this scenario, choose- like if you don't choose the field goal, you're choosing like to go for it, right? You're choosing just let me play the game and that's it. Hmm. Or I can. I can whatever happens in the game happens. I'm I'm going to guarantee it's going to be one second left, forty five yard field goal to beat the Chiefs from Tyler Bass. I would take it. I'd do it. I'd do it too. I would be listen. I would do it and also like have a heart attack. I'm not kidding. The idea of him lining up that field goal to win it at the end, I would have a heart attack. Isn't isn't but, the weather this week's like this coming Sunday? Isn't it supposed to be well, like the temperature? Temperature is going to be yesterday? cold. No, it's going to be warmer. 
But like, but oh. like ten degrees. All right. Um, well, but he's got all week to practice kicking field goals in the cold. So. And listen, he's done it for five years. That, yeah. Did he forget how to kick in the cold? He's probably just having a down year. Kickers have down years, don't they? Let me look at Adam Venateri. How many down years did Adam Venateri have? He he played twenty five years. He had to have one, didn't he? Let's see. Adam Venateri. Okay, here you go. Adam Venateri who had kicked Super Bowl winning kicks. So he was already safe and secure in his positioning in the league. Uh, his age, 30 season, 2002. He he was 90%, right on the dot, 90% field goal percentage. Okay? He was 27 of 30. The next year, he was 25 of 34, 73%. Way down. The next year he came back was 31 of 33, 94%. So he led the league, then was terrible, then led the league again. Kickers are like, uh, I mean, golf. they're like golfers, right? You know what? John Rahm. John Rahm is going to win the Masters and be the best golfer on planet Earth. The next week, he might shoot six over and not make the cut. And then the next week, he might win again. And guess what? He's still a great golfer. Three-point shooters, right? Three-point shooters. Steph Curry has off nights. Steph Curry has nights where he makes 12 three-pointers, where he goes 12 of 15. And then Steph Curry has a night once in a while where he goes 1 of 15. It happens. I'm not, you know, what I just do, by the way, is compare Tyler Bass to Steph Curry and Tiger Woods, basically, is what I just did. You know what I mean, though. I I think it's just an off year for him and hopefully this isn't a year you need him to have a I, I was going to say <laughs> if it's an off year for him that still should make you nervous because these that we're in that year I don't know it, that's a tough one Kick, kickers for me that's 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 tough I you never know it's just a it's a spin of the wheel all right, timeout. We're late to a break. If you're on hold, stay there. We'll get to you immediately. We'll come back. Terry, we'll start with you if you hang on through it. Uh, yeah. Extra Point Joe here on WGR. Stay tuned. Injury update. We'll go through that once again. And uh, we'll take a further look at yesterday's game over the Steelers with you. Timeout here. Back on the other side. Extra Point Joe with Joe DiBiase presented by Catholic Health here on WGR. Allen fires out to the right side. It's complete for a first down and more. Getting away from a tackler is Hardy. He's loose in the open field. Tackled from behind, but not before he gets down to the 32-yard line. It's not a secret anymore. Teams are starting to game plan for him. The kid just works hard. He doesn't ever complain about anything. He's always where he's supposed to be. You watch him when he's not getting the ball. He's following the ball. He's getting downfield. He's trying to make a block. He plays football the right way. Again, when you do that and you combine that with, you know, his physical talents, he's very shifty, he's very quick. His hands are fantastic. You put yourself in good positions uh, to have success, and he's been making the most out of it. It's been fun to see him grow as a young player. That is Josh Allen on Khalil Shakir. Extra Point Show here on WGR is presented by Catholic Health. 
for the right way to care, go to Catholic Health. We will go back to the phone lines at 8030550. Terry in Texas has been waiting patiently. Hey, Terry. Hey, good morning. I just want to say maybe I'm insecure, but I just want to let you and everybody know that I'm born and raised in Buffalo. I'm just a Texas transplant. I don't want anybody to think I'm riding the bandwagon because I'd be stuck with the Cowboys if not. <laughs> uh, that being said, you know, I thought it was a great game yesterday. I think we can all identify most of the flaws pretty easily. But what I'm wondering is, am I seeing things? or I, I feel like I keep seeing the same trend over and over and over again. Is When the Bills are up on somebody, the offense almost takes a step back and tends to lean on the defense. And I'd really like to see more of a killer instinct um, coming from that team and, and just running that offense uh, at 100 miles per hour until the till the fourth quarter's over because you let the Chiefs come back like the Steelers did yesterday or almost did, and that game goes the other way. I mean, one mistake, you know, two of their first three touchdowns were via the passing game, and then you switch to the run to kind of kill time. And, you know, I get that. I'll take an ugly win over a pretty loss any day. But on the same token, if hitting the tight ends up over the middle is working out for you, I say keep doing that because the Chiefs are going to try to score – all the way to the last second of the game. And, you know, I think this is our biggest hurdle moving towards the Super Bowl. I feel a lot more comfortable playing the Ravens than I do the Chiefs just because they're, the history behind it. And, you know, there's got to be a little bit of, uh, you know, I don't I hate to throw this term around, but some PTSD where you're nervous and you're cautious. And I, I don't want to see him play scared. I want to see Allen getting out there and doing yep. what he did yesterday. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Terry, for the call. I think the way that McDermott's operated and the way the Bills' offense has operated in games like this, they're going to have that mentality of, you know, if the game changes in between, like this kind of happened in the regular season game. When it starts getting like, oh, this might be like a 20-17 to game, you might let your foot off the gas a little bit. I hope that doesn't happen. But... I think what you do when you come out of the gates is you play to score 35, at least, because it's Mahomes, it's Andy Reid, and you got to come in with the respect for they're going to score. I don't personally think they're going to score big, but I think that's how you got to play the game, as though they are. Let's go to Glenn in York. Hey, Glenn. Hey, thanks for all you guys do. I really enjoy the show. I wanted to say two things. First, I think the next man up philosophy is working good. The coaches have coached and motivated the players, uh, the second string guys and the role players to do really well. Deontay Hardy, Klein, Elam, Dorian Williams, Mm -hmm. Jackson, they all came prepared and they were motivated. The second take is a little outrageous, but since they need to sign a linebacker, I would say put out a feeler to J.J. Watt. And the, the pushback against that would be, He wouldn't know the game plan, but the game plan for him would be get the quarterback. That's all I had to say. Real quick, who who are you putting him on the field over? Well, if uh, Terrell Bernard isn't in. J.J. Watt? Yeah. He's a defensive tackle. Ah, well, that wouldn't work. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks, Glenn, for the call. That's where I got confused. Uh, Yeah, no, he's a... He's a defensive lineman. Um, on the theme of what you're going for there, I'll help you out here. I did see some conversation yesterday, or actually it was on postgame, maybe Monday, asking about, like, is there somebody they could bring in off the street that's a free agent 
and play for them on a whim. I think they already did that. I think that's what AJ Klein is. AJ Klein was ready to go on vacation with his family. He was a free agent. He's a veteran. I don't know if there's anybody out there that could play that quickly. Christian Kirksey. Remember him? He was on the team like early in the year for a for a minute. Uh, maybe. There was a wild like three day period where oh my I gosh. mean like half half of us thought that he was gonna be amazing and the bean sunglass just... memes about <laughs> signing yep. him like Maybe him. I don't know. Maybe he he might come back and you know be depth for you if it got that bad. Um, again, though, I don't think it's going to be that bad because I think Dodson's going to be back. And if you go into that game with Dodson, Dorian Williams, and AJ Klein, okay, like you can get through the game. Maybe maybe they do have to bring somebody in just to be a fourth guy. All right, timeout here. One more call on the other side. We'll have time for it. Greg, if you stay on hold, it'll be you. Uh, so stay tuned. 803 this is WGR. Coming out to the right side, looking down the sideline, throws it back across the field. Complete to Stephon Diggs for a first down at the 29-yard line. Allen does it again. All right, time for one last call here on the Extra Point Show. Greg in South Carolina getting in on it. Hey, Greg. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Morning. Um, you guys are my go-to for following Buffalo sports down here. Uh, we were talking about Bass, but I want to talk about Sam Martin. I know he got injured. I don't know what the extent of it is, but if he can't go, what are the possibilities or what do you think about pursuing maybe Matt Areza? I, I think his legal problems are all cleared up. Uh, I don't think he's an NFL punter, or I think some team would have already brought him in. Or something's not cleared up. I don't know. He's not in the NFL. So, if he was worthy of being in the NFL, why... And there was no risk of signing him. Why is he not in the NFL? So, maybe he will be. I don't care who their punter is. I don't care if they sign... Is Corey Bajorquez out there? I don't care if 48-year-old Brian Mormon is their punter on Sunday. I don't want them to punt. And how many times do they punt in a game? Like twice on average? Three times on average? I'm just not I'm not really worried about it. So, yeah, Ariza, maybe. I don't know. I doubt it very highly that they would call him. But I don't, I don't think there's any point to it. I don't think you need to make a headline by doing it, too. Like, what's what's the reasoning? For the punter? who you're not even sure is an NFL punter. He's never punted in the NFL. That's another part of it. Let's put a guy in in the biggest game of the year that and he's going to hold two, remember. I just don't see it. Thanks for the call. Time out here uh and then you get to Sabres live. So, time out for me for the next, you know, 10 hours. Well, not 10 hours, 20 hours. That was the worst math I've ever done live on this show. Hey, it's Whatever. okay. Time Listen, math is hard. End of six-hour sh- shift, Like I'm, the the brain is fried. So don't ask me to do math this late in the in the goings. Mike McCarthy still the head coach of the Cowboys, by the way. Your poll is uh, 57% yes. 
to uh, would you take a 45-yard field goal to Mm -hmm. decide Bills Chiefs for Mm -hmm. Tyler Bass? That's when you know it's a good poll. Wait, 47 or 57? 57. 57%, yes. I would be on the yes side. All right, thanks everybody for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.